0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground, with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Catholics Anonymous, Catholics Anonymous, how do we handle Catholicism in our lives? You see, in seminary we were encouraged, or actually we were mandated in one of our classes to go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting to experience the 12-step program, to acknowledge the gifts of it, and also so we would know then how, when, where, and why to recommend it to people. And so today, my recommendation is for all of us to do a sort of Catholics Anonymous and to do that weekly because the first step, they say, is admitting that we have a problem and acknowledging that we're powerless and correcting it. And so for us as Catholics, there's a call to leave everything behind, that call that the disciples received in the passage preceding the one we heard tonight, the one we had last week. For they dropped everything To follow Jesus. But in order for us to leave things behind, we have to be honest and taking stock of what it is that fills our lives right now. And this, as we know, can oftentimes be very difficult. In today's second reading, St. Paul's writing to the Corinthians of people who denied reality, they denied the historical fact of Christ's resurrection because it didn't fit their beliefs, it didn't fit what they had held. And similarly, we're surrounded by a culture who oftentimes denies reality in order to make the personal beliefs work. It stands in denial of its problems. It keeps trying to take this reality and rewrite it to make it fit their own wants, their own desires, and to follow the instructions of man. And even when something like drug or alcohol or a pornography addiction begins to destroy someone's life, the world is still hesitant to acknowledge that this life dedicated to trust in human beings and pursuing the flesh leaves us isolated and in a salty and empty earth, as Jeremiah says in today's first reading. Because when we place our trust in material things or in human desires and those humans around us, we become like that bush in the desert, as he describes, that doesn't experience a change of seasons. It begins to be stuck in a rut. And so the first step for us in becoming a more joyful disciple is to be honest about our condition, where we place the roots, where we plant our roots, where we plant our life and our trust. And so how often it is that we find ourselves locked in this barrenness of life, as Jeremiah described, the winters of life. And regardless of if we are a disciple or not, we will always experience these certain burdens In our life and so yet if we deny the role of jesus christ in that life to come into that barrenness or that darkness of our life then we deny ourselves the opportunity to flourish to experience a springtime of life the one who puts his trust in the lord jeremiah says is like a tree planted near running water that stretches out its roots to the stream fears not the heat when it comes Its leaves stay green, and the year of drought shows no distress. And this is what it means for us, then, to place our trust in Jesus Christ. So step one, then, for this Catholics Anonymous, so to speak, is to be honest about how much we place our trust in God. Honest about how close we are to those living waters of a life in Jesus Christ. Saying, hi, my name is Father Derek, and I am a routine Catholic Or maybe, hi, my name is Jane, and I'm a cafeteria Catholic. Or, hi, my name is Bill, and I am a convenience Catholic. Or, my name is Elizabeth, and I am a devout Catholic. Regardless of how we describe ourselves, it's important to recognize what the faith means to us and to be honest about it in order to have a conversion of heart, in order to grow closer to Jesus Christ, in order to have that springtime in our life, because we can only find that conversion and renewal when we acknowledge our need for it, escaping our own denial of it, and we accept then our poverty and begin to yield our lives more fully to Jesus Christ. For blessed are you who are poor, Christ says in today's gospel, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are we who acknowledge our need for God, because once we set aside our own dependence on ourselves, our own trusts in man and materialism, that we begin to open up our hearts to Jesus Christ. We begin to draw near to the saving waters of His grace. Blessed are you who are hungry, for you will be satisfied. Do we acknowledge our hunger and thirst, that thirst that is written within our hearts, to be nourished and fed by something that transcends this life and calls us to the next? Do we thirst for the things of God, those things that can truly nourish our souls? Do we acknowledge that he gives us his own body and blood to feed us, to nourish us at this altar? Do we come here then weekly to be fed by the food, the bread of eternal life? And blessed are you who are weeping for you will laugh. Do we admit of those weaknesses in our own life? Do we admit of the misery of sin that surrounds us oftentimes? when we find ourselves away from a life in Christ? Do we come weeping for God's mercy and the sacrament of confession, acknowledging that if we bring our sins before the priest who stands in the person of Christ, as he tells us in the Scriptures in James 5 and 2 Corinthians 5, it is there that Christ will bear them for us on the cross, which he has already done, and then free us to live a new life of joy in his resurrection. And finally, blessed are you who are excluded and insulted and whose name is denounced on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Are we willing to face rejection from others because of our newfound desire to live a life in Christ, our desire to be a better disciple, a better Catholic? Well, we reject placing our trust in man, reject placing our trust in ourselves, Reject placing our trust in materialism and rather transplant our lives closer to the fount of salvation, the living waters of the sacramental life of Christ, which flowed forth from his side on the cross and continue to flow forth into the world today through the church. By placing our roots closer to a life in Christ, we will then be nourished by his grace, the grace which sustains us in every season of our lives. And so, my brothers and sisters, who we are and who we are becoming is rooted in honesty. An honesty that admits that we have room for conversion in how we handle Catholicism, how we handle our relationship with Jesus Christ in our own lives. It is an honesty that means we must acknowledge our poverty before God. An honesty that acknowledges our hunger for God an honesty that acknowledges our sorrows and our pains, our weaknesses, the dark moments of our life, and is an honesty that acknowledges the rejection that we face and the rejection of certain things in our life that restrict us from coming to Christ. It is then and only then that we begin to truly place our hope in Jesus Christ. So much like a person in Alcoholics Anonymous, may we as Catholics then find new life in being truthful with ourselves, with our spouse, and most especially with God, about our relationship with Him. And may we find, then, new hope this week in setting our own roots closer to the life-giving streams of the sacramental life that Jesus Christ offers us in His church.